AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Welcome to Aaron Menke's Cabinet of Curiosities, a production of iHeartRadio and Grim and Mild. Our world is full of the unexplainable. And if history is an open book, all of these amazing tales are right there on display, just waiting for us to explore. Welcome to the Cabinet of Curiosities. Humanity has done quite a bit of damage to this planet. According to scientists, the climate change we are experiencing now is due to the greenhouse effect caused by human expansion and innovation. Industries such as farming and fossil fuels are responsible for the release of gases like carbon dioxide, methane, and nitrous oxide into our atmosphere. And the results of these gases have been devastating. Hotter summers, colder winters, and stronger storms can all be linked back to climate change. But one of the first modern phenomena caused, at least in part, by human involvement, was the Dust Bowl. The Dust Bowl wasn't one single event. It was actually a series of dust storms that swept across much of Middle America and parts of Canada during the 1930s. The rampant farming in the Great Plains during the 1920s had removed the native grasslands, turning the land into soil for growing crops. Unfortunately, the tractors and combines that were churning up the grass were displacing the very thing that was keeping the land moist, even during periods of severe drought. So when a drought hit several years later, all that fresh topsoil turned to dust, and the ensuing winds carried it all over the country. Big black clouds would fly over hills and trees and course through the canyons of the cities like a foreign body in the bloodstream. And one of the worst of these dust storms happened on Sunday, April 14th of 1935. It was the middle of the Great Depression, and America's West was about to become ground zero for a major weather event. The temperatures had plummeted, and the winds had become so strong they were able to carry the dusty soil from the Oklahoma panhandle all the way to parts of Colorado, Kansas, New Mexico, and Texas. Lucian Dahl, a witness from Kansas, was only 14 when he saw the black cloud coming toward him. It was over 500 feet tall and traveling at nearly 60 miles per hour. He'd been toiling away on a farm as it made its way across the plains. Thinking quickly, he unhitched the horses and hurried them into the barn with him as he waited out the storm. They made it through the doors just in time. The massive plume swallowed the barn, churning and blowing the dust all around it. The cloud was so thick, Dahl couldn't even see the farmhouse that was only 50 yards away. When he finally emerged, the devastation was unfathomable. The cows in the field were dead but still standing, and the crops had been cut down by the dust. Everywhere else, things were just as bad, if not worse. A reporter from the Associated Press, Robert Geiger, was in his car in Oklahoma when the disaster struck. He saw the cloud of black coming after him and put the pedal to the metal, driving as fast as he could to outrun it, but soon found himself lost in its haze of death and destruction. 
Geiger wrote a story the next day about his harrowing ordeal, calling it a dust bowl and giving birth to the name that would become the description for the entire time period. Elsewhere, homes were subjected to the same experience as the dust found its way inside by any means necessary, as though it were on a mission. And even when protected by walls and closed windows, people still succumbed to the cloud's effects. Many of those who had breathed it in fell ill with pneumonia. Hundreds died. By some counts, the death count reached into the thousands. April 14th of 1935 came to be known as Black Sunday. The storm, which had hit Oklahoma around 4 p.m., ended up in Texas around 7 o'clock that night. But it didn't just cover everything in a thick layer of dirt. It also caused a strange side effect. You see, the storm was full of electricity, but not lightning. It wasn't that kind of storm. Built up within the dust were static electric charges, which continued to grow as more and more particles came in contact with each other. Eventually, all that static electricity had to be released. And so, like a kid rubbing his socks across the floor and touching a doorknob, people would find themselves jolted by a bolt of static electricity, just on a much larger scale. Kids and mothers embracing after the dust storm would wake up sometime later, having been knocked unconscious by the shock. The same thing would happen to two people wrapping up a business deal with a firm handshake. Dust storms didn't just destroy the land, they also killed or electrocuted people and animals. And they were just the start of the kind of weather events that would come to illustrate the follies of man's obsession with greed and progress. The Dust Bowl was a curious warning. And if we're all not careful, we might find ourselves repeating it. Or worse. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. 
The 17th and 18th centuries were a breeding ground for new religions. Individuals who had grown tired or disenfranchised with the spiritual offerings of the time often broke off to start their own sects. For example, the Episcopal Church first built its roots in American colonies around 1607, but shed its Church of England baggage after the Revolution more than a hundred years later. Meanwhile, back across the pond, another group was finding its legs, the United Society of Believers in Christ's Second Appearing, otherwise known as the Shakers, decided that those legs had to move away from mainstream Protestantism, and they moved all the way back to the colonies. The Shakers borrowed many of their beliefs from the Quakers, but were more progressive in their viewpoints. Shakers avoided violence and allowed women to lead along with the men. In fact, they believed men and women were equal in the eyes of God. They also shunned procreation, choosing to adopt instead and recruit others to their religion. But one of their most well-known and lasting contributions, especially in America, has been their furniture. Shaker furniture avoids flashy ornamentation like ornate carvings or delicate inlays. Instead, it relies on a minimal and functional aesthetic that stands the test of time. Shakers were resourceful perfectionists, and that's evident in their craft. And because of their more forward-thinking notions on gender and equality, that constant need to do one's best work found its way into both men and women within the community. Women like Tabitha Babbitt. Born Sarah Babbitt in Hardwick, Massachusetts in 1779, the details of her childhood aren't really well known, although she did become a member of the Harvard Shaker community where she developed some interesting skills. For one, Babbitt was observant. She was a weaver by trade, but often watched the men work at the local sawmill. She noted how they would maneuver their unwieldy whipsaw across massive lengths of timber, and she believed that there was a better way possible. A whip saw, or a pit saw, was one long saw blade with teeth on one side. The top man would stand on the log, which was elevated on a giant stand. Sometimes the pit would be dug below, and he would slice down toward the second person, the pit man, who would guide the blade back up, ready for another push. Lifting the saw blade became a two-person job, with the weight of the saw shared between them. But Babbitt noticed something about the saw and how it worked mainly that it could be a lot more efficient. The men were wasting 50% of their energy and time in lifting the blade back up into position, since it only cut on the downstroke. So she suggested an alternative solution, a circular blade. A round saw blade was created, which she tested by connecting it to her spinning wheel and powering it with her foot pedal. And she was right. This new method would save the workers from bad backs and allow them to cut more wood in a fraction of the time. The blade was eventually transferred to a water-powered apparatus to test its industrial capabilities before a larger one was created and installed in the mill. Sadly, Babbitt's shaker beliefs prevented her from patenting her invention, as the shakers believed in communal living, meaning whatever someone created was to be shared with everyone, and that included intellectual property. Instead, her design was copied by many, and even patented later by two Frenchmen, but that didn't stop Babbitt from looking for ways to improve the world around her. Among her many accomplishments, she either invented or contributed to the creation of several innovations in her lifetime. She came up with an upgrade to her spinning wheel that allowed it to spin twice the yard in half the time. She also helped with the invention of cut nails, which used to be made by hand one by one. After Babbitt was done, they were being cut from a single sheet of iron, many at a time. Babbitt lived to be 74 years old, finally passing away on December 10th of 1853, 
one day after her birthday. At the time of her death, she happened to be working on a new method for making false teeth. Even in her old age, Tabitha Babbitt couldn't abide by that old adage because we've always done it that way. She often saw a better way, a more efficient way. Because in her community, she was a mover and a shaker. I hope you've enjoyed today's guided tour of the Cabinet of Curiosities. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or learn more about the show by visiting curiositiespodcast.com. This show was created by me, Aaron Mankey, in partnership with How Stuff Works. I make another award-winning show called Lore, which is a podcast, book series, and television show. And you can learn all about it over at theworldoflore.com. And until next time, stay curious. Thank you.